This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. Creator of Energy Healing by Design, Nicole Ashton, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life after death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow into their true authentic space. Nicole, with her natural connection to Source, which has remained open since her return, will help you and your family find the frequency of gratitude and patient love that will assist you in awakening your soul's design. We now welcome you to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Will Miller. I'm sitting in for Nicole today. She is out. Um, We'll have her back next week. And I'm sitting here with April. April, introduce yourself and tell us how to get a hold of you. Hi, I'm April Betty, and I'm excited for the show. I think we're going to have a really good conversation. We are. We're going to have some fun today. So We are. Um, So, April, we are going to talk about the life code. What is the life code, you ask? Oh, yes. What is the life code, I ask? <laughs> well, the life code is, is it's a program, if you will, that each of us has written inside of us that comes from our conditioning. And our conditioning really is just our life's circumstances and events that have happened to us since the day we were born, right? So the life code is that written subconscious code. We're we're talking about return to consciousness today, right? Right. On that show. So um, it's that subconscious program that's written inside of us. It's that life code. It's what we live by. It's what we don't think about and just do. When something happens in our life, we react because of our written life code. And everybody has a different program, if you will, a different life code, right? So that's what the life code is, and that's what we're going to talk about. And that's so funny because when I was out in my backyard today and I was like, I never know the topic of what we're going to talk about. And I had all these thoughts about what you were just talking about throughout the day, like different thoughts. So it's funny, like how we are so connected as beings, even if we don't realize we are, we are, because I didn't know we we're going to talk about this, but I had all these thoughts today. And well, we were obviously talking without talking. Spirits, right? <laughs> our, our energy was yeah. definitely sharing, so we'd know what to talk about today. So since we didn't yeah. have the time to discuss it beforehand, and yeah. and walked into the room and just went right to work. So I like it better like that. I think it's better than I don't have to think about it. I just get to show up and be and have a good conversation. So it works good for me. <laughs> it works good <laughs> for me most up. of the time. It's great when Nicole's hosting because then you can just uh, play off of her much easier than having to carry the whole thing. So. Oh, for you, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> but you do good. It's okay. People like what you have to say. Well, that's good to know. You're going to teach us all kinds of things today. I can feel it. I I, I hope so. I've you got are. some neat things to talk about. So let's go back to this life code for a minute, this program that we're all written with, and everybody's written differently. Um, the way I like to always give an analogy is if you were taken when you were born and given to a family in China... Um, you would come back a totally different person than what you are right now. And it's because your programming was written differently, a different set of experiences, a different set of teachings um, of, of what your family beliefs might be and, and what your culture is like and how you eat food and, and how you, everything, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, that's your life code. 
the great thing about your life code is it's not a hardwired program, right? So that's yeah. good news. That means that we can all change our life code um, with the right practices and the right methods put in place in the right way. Um, what's sad is most people in this lifetime won't. I agree. <laughs> so, 100%. Um, and that's what we spend our time doing, right? Is, is trying to help people see the right methods, the right um, practices, and put them in place to change their life code. Because um, we shouldn't be living someone else's program. We should be creating our own life, our own life code, our own program for our own life. And um, most people go throughout their whole life living by a program they were given, not, not of their own, right? Yep. I'm so glad I don't live that way anymore. <laughs> so glad. So you did used to live that way is what you're saying? I did. I, we I all did. did, right? Yep. I'd never go back. <laughs> Ever. Now, I think once you understand, and it's, you know, um, one of the great universal laws is um, that uh, the law of transmutation, right? That energy is and can't be destroyed or, or uh, created. And uh, it can only transmute into something greater than and, and move on. And we're the same way. We are energy. Therefore, we can transmute. Um, and um, as much as some of us try to destroy it, <laughs> it can't be destroyed either. So um, that's, that's one of the great universal laws and, and uh, uh, thank goodness for it. So once you have the understanding, once you know how to put the right practices into place, there really is no going back because you now know. You now know what you didn't know before. And um, once, once you have that experience, you know, you don't want to really go back and you wouldn't feel comfortable going back to the same old friends, going back to the same old life, going back to the same experiences. I mean, that's not what we're here for anyway. We have this body for what? To grow and expand. Yeah. And it's to experience things. That's the oh, only yeah. reason we have this, right? That's right. So anyway. Yep. So... This life code that we all have written in us, it's, it is what basically affects and controls everything we do because we think and we feel, we think and we feel, we think and we feel, we think mm -hmm. and we feel, right? Yeah. We go about our days thinking something and feeling something. And then something happens and we think about it in a certain way and it creates that same old feeling that's in our program. That's why two people can look at the same thing or be told the exact same thing mm -hmm. and not hear the same thing because our program, our software only allows us to run the way it's written, right? That's true. I learned something about that. Tell me. Okay. So men hear things different than women on top of just like hearing things differently as humans, whether you're men or women. But I learned if you ask a man, I have this problem that they're really good at fixing things. So I did that recently. I told one of my friends, I have this problem. Not sure how to fix it. It was actually my fence, which is not fixed, but there's a temporary solution. And would you believe that friend actually, days later, put it into works? So I think, is that true? Do men like to fix things or no? Well, I think... If it, you say I have a problem. 
Um, Are you looking for a solution or no? Well, I think that's that's part of that life code, at least mm. um, where I grew up and how I was trained, if you will, right? <laughs> how I was conditioned to believe is, yes, if, if you're asked for help, you you give that uh, help, right? So, and so I think that's just part of our conditioning. I also walk on the outside okay. of a lady when I'm walking down the street. You know, I was conditioned gotcha. to believe that too. Uh, <laughs> so. so that's bad because in my head I was like, oh, so I could use it to my advantage. Oh, that's so bad. I know. <laughs> that's probably what I just uh, You just said it on the air, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My kids used to say, are you trying reverse psychology on me? And they used to say that when they were little. So, <laughs> Well, it's it got to be. It's probably wired in within you somewhere, right? Because oh, what you're is. talking about is, is part of your programming, right? Because I may come from a culture or something where it isn't known to be helpful to someone, right? True. That's and, true. And uh, you still would think that I would think that way. Mm. Why? Because, well, that's your that's your programming, right? That's mm. that's your life code. That's part of your life code. Yeah, and that's that okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong about having a life code. In fact, we have to have one. Right. So what I want to talk about as we go along here today is, all right, so if you're unhappy with your life code, then what? <laughs> Change it. Right. And we're going to talk about how to change it. And we're going to talk about how the brain works. So people understand what you think about creates okay. feeling, which creates action, which just enforces the thought, which enforces a new feeling, which enforces the action and how we get caught right in yeah. this, in this flow. And it seems impossible to get out of. We keep going back to the same things, the same habits, the same old same old, you know, and it's really hard to break the same old. Right. Right. Um, and we catch ourselves doing it all the time, which, by the way, that's the number one thing to do is start to see it. Right. Because yeah. if you don't see it, you don't know you have a problem. Right. Then you're not going to fix anything. True. Right? But we're told all throughout life we don't have a problem and this is the way it should be. <laughs> we're taught to go to school a certain way. The, you know, after school, you either get a job or you go to college and you do these mm -hmm. things this way. And, and, um, you know, the millennials are trying to break that mold. Um, and, and what does that do for someone like me? Well, it causes us a lot of heartache. <laughs> You've got to live in our mold, right? You've, you should have, you should have been programmed the correct mm -hmm. way. Right. Um, but there's always a better way. It's just finding always. that better way. Now I'm not saying the millennials have a better way. I have to defend mm -hmm. me. Uh, I have to defend, defend the Xers. So. <laughs> but do you still feel that way? Or um, are you just referring to how you were brought up? I think that's more of how I was brought up. Brought and I up. think that's okay. a lot of the, you know, uh, you know, I'm an employer too and own businesses. So I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of employers out there talk about how, you know, the millennials are different and they, they don't have the same work ethic or whatever it happens to be. Oh, and, yeah. they, and, you know, you hear the complaints and, mm -hmm. and I, I have to remind myself not to get caught up in that and say, you know what, you just need to look at it differently mm -hmm. because they respond to a different um, programming than what we're used to. Right. We were taught to just do and obey when we were told um, they actually have um, and what I found anyway with most millennials is they need to have a purpose attached to it. 
or a reward. Um, yeah, well, and money That's can be the reward. We look at a reward it's a money, right? Right. Um, it, money isn't that important to a lot of them. It's really mm-hmm. what are they doing by yes. with that opportunity, and and um, what does it bring to them more so as um, uh, gratification as opposed to um, financial, right? Mm-hmm. We all need financial, and they take that, and, and they need it as much as the rest of us. But I really find that if if you find what it is that person needs, what what is what is it for them? What are they? How are they going to grow from this? Uh, I really think that's the way we're going, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's actually a good thing because mm-hmm. um, we have been stuck in this paradigm for a very, very long time, right? Of put your your nose to the grindstone, right, and go for it. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. To some degree, I agree. <laughs> okay, well, to some degree. Well, I think in general what you're saying is true. I do agree. And then you know everyone has their own little whatever. But I agree. (laughs) Okay. You're so easy to work with. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's what they all say. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So let's go back and let's talk about the brain for just a second. I'm excited to hear this. So I always like to think of the brain um, kind of in three parts. Okay. Okay. We have, um, boy, and I'm going to have to think about this for a minute. We have kind of our, our neocortex, which is the outside of our brain, that gray matter that you see in, in the mm-hmm. frontal lobe area, right? Right. And the frontal lobe is the most um, evolved of the brain. So um, as the most evolved, it, it carries a lot of our, I call it the CEO of the brain, right? Mm. So it's, it's where our consciousness resides, if you will. And it helps us make decisions and it helps us um, disseminate between, you know, um, what we should do and shouldn't do. It kind of holds that consciousness. Um, it has, it, it kind of tells the body, the other parts of the brain and the body, what, you know, it fills everything coming in, right? It's our conscious being, that neocortex. And then, um, Besides our neocortex, we have our limbic brain, limbic brain, L-I-M-B-I-C. It's hard for me to say for some reason. I thought you said Olympic at first. Yeah, that's like, a, you know that? our Olympic brain. It's the part that competes and runs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not too far off. But um, So you, the, the neocortex we were talking about, that's kind of your rational thinking brain, if you will. And the limbic brain is the part of us that is where our emotions and feelings come from. It's what releases chemicals into the nervous system based upon whatever we've been thinking about, right, in our neocortex, goes down and creates a, an actual chemical reaction. It releases a chemical in the body um, that then causes a feeling within the body, right? Like endorphins, is that what you're it talking about? It could be endorphins, but um, each each kind of thought mm-hmm. carries with it a different signal. Mm-hmm. So we have these neural connections inside of our brain, and I think, you know, life sucks, <laughs> right? And it connects to that other side that says life sucks, and it releases a chemical to make me feel what? Sucky. Yeah, sucky. (laughs) Not very good, Uh, right? Right. And terrible. And that's that limbic brain that does that. That's that part Uh, of the brain that is tied to the nervous system and kind of 
oversees what's going on. Okay. okay. And then um, we have our cerebellum. Cerebellum is kind of where um, it, it is kind of keeps track of our subconscious. It's our subconscious being. So when you first started driving a car, you paid attention to what you did all the time. That is, that's your, mm. that's your frontal lobe and your, your thinking brain going to work, right? You have to think right. about what you're doing. You have to learn how to turn left and brake correctly and accelerate correctly and what a red light stands for, all those things, right? right? Learn how to drive a stick shift. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Do they have those anymore? Well, that's what I bought. <laughs> that's what I could afford. I didn't know how to drive it. <laughs> so you, you had to use your thinking brain. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, and, you know, it causes your, your feeling emotional brain is releasing chemicals, you know, and excitement and nervousness and all the things that go along with that, right? Mm -hmm. And then over time, you drive somewhere and you don't even know how you got there when you got there, <laughs> right? Yes. So that's, that's that cerebellum. That's, that's that part that just now is, that's our subconscious mind, right? That's, right. that's now got everything just dialed in. You don't have to think about it anymore. It just ah. happens. And that's where our programming is. Our programming is, right? That's where for over time, ah. we've, our thinking brain's taken in this information. We've re released chemicals and we're now used to that chemical feeling. Where is that on so, your head? Is it back here? What part so, of it? So um, the cerebellum? Yeah. It's kind of in your neck area here. Kind of back in here. Okay. Yeah, it's the very bottom part that goes down. It's connected to your spine. Okay. Connected to your nervous system. So I'll just hit it if I go back to that old programming. I don't think, yeah. I don't, Snap it out. Well, you just, yeah, touch it. Then, okay. <laughs> now I know where it don't is. Don't hit it. Okay. We don't want to go around hitting ourselves in the head. Unless it benefits you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the part of us that um, it goes into automatic drive, if you will. Okay. And that's where we're all stuck. So what? Ha this is what happens, though. Sorry, can you tell me again the name? I uh, just want to write oh, it down. Oh, the cerebellum. Cerebellum. Thank you. Mm, no problem. I know you like to take notes. I know, and I'm not good at like. Radio. I'm better at explaining it, maybe, but <laughs> you're good at like all the terms. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow, and I'll probably forget that name again. Well, it's it, okay. The other part of that part of your brain is you kind of your where your flighter. Oh, fight, fl response. fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. response is. Um, I didn't realize it was all back it's there. It's kind of the older part of your brain. It's it's kind of up in above your neck, right in that area. It's um, it's it's the oldest evolved part of our brain, um, and the smaller part of our brain. Honestly, hmm. um, the neocortex takes up forty percent of your brain, so wow. it's the largest part of your brain, um, the the most evolved part. So. Hmm. What we need to learn is to get back to consciousness. And what happens when we do that, when we get back to consciousness from subconsciousness and living a subconscious life um, or a, a life asleep, if you will, right? That's a good way to put it. Um, I like it. When, when we get back to that, we, we, uh, feel this, we feel uncomfortable in the beginning, which would be normal because it's, this is what happens. If I decide I'm going to wake up at five o'clock every morning and I've been waking up at eight o'clock every morning mm. and I set my alarm for five and it goes off, my body says no because my thinking emotional brain gets, a, gets that, right? I immediately think, oh, this is so early and my, my emotional side has already released chemicals that say, 
this is not this is not what I want to do. I don't want to mm-hmm. get up and meditate for the next hour. You know, this right. is not what my body's used to. This is not the same chemical reaction. It's no different than being, you know, people to drink coffee every morning. You know, mm-hmm. try to tell them to go without a cup of coffee and see how they feel for one day or three days. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, right? And your body's addicted the same way to those chemicals. It's now gone into your mind, your emotional self, you know, and your body fills those chemicals throughout it, right? Yep. So it's addicted mm-hmm. to whatever you your life code mm-hmm. is right now, your body's addicted to it. So um, you go through a breakup with coffee or a breakup with changing a, a habit or whatever it happens to be, your body has to chemically change and that takes time. The only and you have to put your conscious mind in mind in charge. Now, NASA says that it takes twenty one days to create a habit. Mm-hmm. Right, a new habit. Right. So you have to do something for 21 days for that chemical reaction to have changed to a new neuro in, neuroinceptor, right? That, right? that touches and creates a new chemical reaction that now you have gotten used to. So you have to do that for 21 days. But it even goes further than that. Because if you want to change your life, if you want to give up your current life for a new life that you design. Mm-hmm. that you've put together for yourself versus someone else has put together for you, you have to put it into certain things, a daily practice and bring new energies into your life. And, and it's, and it's a lifetime commitment, right? Right. Um, think about how long and how many years it took you to get your current, um, life code in place, writing new code, putting out a new wow. program takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of conscious effort. And with yeah. the practices, the right practices put in place through meditation and, um, you know, the other practices that, that uh, I think we talked about on the last show, eating yeah. correctly and eating the right foods and practicing. Exercise. Right and, yeah, everything. All those things, right? Yeah. All come into play of creating this new life and looking yeah. at things differently. Um, where people get stuck then. So people understand, I mean, did I explain that well, the chemical reaction, everything that's happening, right? Yes. And you understand how that goes to your body and becomes a habit and the habit really is a chemical Mm -hmm. addiction, if you will, that you're tied to. Yes. So now we understand that it now, now what, right? Yeah. (laughs) We've talked about this on shows in the past. You have to ask yourself, so now what, or what happens now, right? Good stuff happens. (laughs) It's true. Well, we talked about it on the last show for a minute. Um, We talked about uh, creating Mm -hmm. with your spiritual self, if you will, your higher self, uh, a new list of things to um, become part of your new life, right? That's so exciting. Um, We talked about listing down 30 things you wanted to be, do, or have. Yeah. Uh, and really tying that into your spiritual self or your higher self as you as you list those things and write them down. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that from the I last did. show. Yeah, I remember. Did you do it? Um, my 30 things, I didn't, but I but I easily could do it. I'm really good at writing. Like, it'll just come. There's so many things I could easily put on that list. And it, it, really, it's not hard to put things on that list. I think really what takes the contemplation and the time is just, connecting to your higher self to yeah. to put those things on the list. Because 
um, there's True. we ha- we have these emotions and thoughts, yeah. and and some are desires, mm-hmm. and some are real emotion. And I always say emotion is the language of the soul. Um, a desire is not. That's the language of the ego, right? Yes. Now, not all desires are bad. So no. once we have a desire, we have to determine whether that's good desire or a, a not good desire. And the only way to do that is by coming up with your worthy ideals or, you know, what what it is you want to accomplish in this new life that you have. Yes. So when we come back from break, we're going to explore that further and uh, talk about that some more. Sound good? It sounds good. All right, everyone. I have more to share. Um, I'm Will Miller, and I'm with April Betty, and we are your hosts today on Return to Consciousness. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to everyone after the break. Thanks. listening to Radio St. George 100.3 FM. We now welcome you back to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, everybody. This is Will Miller, and I'm with April Betty. We're uh, we're your hosts today. Uh, Nicole is out and is returning next week, so she'll be back on the air next week, and we'll be sharing with her, Um, and we're excited to have her back. Yes, I'm excited. I won't be here, though. Oh, you won't? <laughs> no, I'm actually leaving, and I'm so excited because all the stuff we're talking about, I feel like I've, if you would say, like, I scraped away so much belief system, so much junk to get to my who I am, that I'm in the perfect space to go be with my higher self, and so I'm going to spend um, some time with, uh, he's my shaman, he's in Costa Rica, and I've seen him a number of times. He's Canadian, but he lives in Puerto Viejo, so I'm so excited. I just feel like everything has led up to where I am today to go be where I need to be and receive what I need to receive, whatever that is. I don't know. Well, I'm excited for you. That's going to be a fun trip. (laughs) It is. I won't be here next week. (laughs) Well, next week, we'll definitely have Nicole back. Yes, I'm excited uh, for that. um, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have her back, too. Yeah. Um, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, our life code. Each of us has written within us. Um, it's it's that subconscious part of us that just automatically behaves and and based upon our experiences and and what we've learned and how we've uh, you know every hurt and everything we've had in our life affects that programming, right? Right. Um, that I wanted to point out, and we started to point out a little bit before the break that in that. That uh, uh, cerebellum is it, that. That's where that that fight or flight response is at, um, and uh, it, that that releases a certain chemical in the body whenever you have that. Right, that that response mm-hmm. does. And and um, if you've ever been frightened by someone, or I always get it when I come over the hill and see a, a cop. You know, I, <laughs> I automatically. You know, don't my, break. Take your foot <laughs> off the pedal. Yeah, it's, I my heart jumps. You know, and and I, I you know, my heart rate goes up, and and uh, you react. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's that part of us that's doing that, uh, and it's also the part that uh, we apply to stress in our life. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So let's just take an example. Let's say okay. that uh, uh, you or, or I were to go through a terrible breakup. And obviously that's going to cause some stress, right? It's going to release that that chemical and, and create that yucky, yucky feeling in your gut and that heaviness and and sadness and everything that goes with it. That's that chemical release that happens from it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I think about that all day and I'm releasing that chemical all day and I go to sleep at night and I wake up first thing in the morning and I immediately start thinking about that again, um, it's like no other, it's, it's like the same as any addiction, right? Over time, over weeks and weeks and weeks of doing that, um, if I tried to wake up happy, I would have a difficult time doing it. You would. Right? Yeah. Um, because if I tried to wake up and I said, I'm going to be happy today, oh. my body's going to go, ah, hold it. I'm missing this. Please release this chemical. Right? Uh, hold it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And and that's why we return to these, these old habits. Right? Right. Um, well, and we're so comfortable. Like, say you have a breakup. It's a hard breakup or whatever. Well, and I see this all the time. So it's hard. You're like, oh, I don't like how I feel. Instead of just leaning deep into those yucky feelings and being in them, because that sucks. But once you can breathe through it and get past it, it actually does get better. Instead, what happens is a lot of times people, maybe it's a breakup and it is a sucky situation and you should just go your own ways. But I don't want to go through these feelings. So I'm going to go back with this person and try this again or do this again. And you're going to stay in this. And and you may see it all the time. I see it all the time. And it's like 80 years later and you're like, hmm, same crap, new day. So at what point do you, it was like when I was running today, I was like, I love how I feel when I run. That's how I got myself off of uh, when I was in depression or I, I have major depression. And I've been taking pills in like over a decade. I don't even know how long because I made other choices because I wasn't going to live in what I was told I have to do. I was told you need to be on medication the rest of your life. So I knew that by changing my diet, changing that system, it would work. And it has. And I thrive. And so many things have come because of having major depression. You know, like I created a Hands Healing Hearts nonprofit. That came because when I would get in my funks, I will lean deep into looking outward than inward. So not all bad comes from bad things we have. If you want to look at it like that, that's how I choose to see things. Anyways, I was getting off tangent there. No, bring I, me back. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point. You know, uh, I've seen people in relationships, for instance, right. And because their conditioning, their life code that's written, that programming that's written, um, they stay in a relationship and it may not even be an abusive relationship or right. anything else. It's just just a, I'm not happy relationship. I'm not joyful. I'm not living the fullest part of my life, mm-hmm. but I'm conditioned to believe that that's what I'm supposed to do. Make it work. Make right? it. Yeah. yeah. So I can't, I can't even go about raising my own energy because the minute I had start to try all those mm-hmm. old feelings and whatnot come back. Right. And, right. and that's what pulls you back in and, and keeps you stuck, if you will. Yep. You, if you want to live an amazing life, you have to be willing to give up the life you have. Yep. It's, it's true. that simple. Yep. Um, or you will never live an amazing life. You won't. And you just start by one thing. Just start. You know, because it's already inside of you. Well, and it, and it, 
you know, it's it's taking that. It is innate inside taking, of you, right? It's yeah. it's that uh, that that soul side of you that is is searching for growth, searching for um, uh, freedom and peace yeah. and joy and and uh, all the things that come along with that, you yeah. know, um, and feeling comfortable inside of your own skin. So many people have anxiety nowadays. So many oh people gosh. have panic nowadays, right? Yeah. It's because they're trying to live something mm-hmm. that's not them. Yep. Right? They're fighting against themselves. Right. And and they look at into the future and say, there's no way I can be what mm-hmm. I'm expected to be by my current programming because that's not who I am. That causes that chemical to release in your body. Of course you feel anxious. Now you've got that fight or flight response going all the time. All the now time. that's where it becomes dangerous because you get scientifically that's been proven to break down your body, to give you disease, yes. to give you um, diseases that are in your body that can't be cured. And yep. that's where all these things are coming from because you are a body at dis-ease, right? Yep. Um, and the only way to get that back is to create a new life mm-hmm. by design. Let go of the old life and, and then start putting knowledge into your brain putting daily practices, the right daily practices, the right methods in place, um, the right um, practices and rituals into place, into your life to change you. It's literally one little thing, too. It's one little thing. Do you ever notice, like, if somebody reached out to you and it was so little, but, oh, my gosh, it changed your whole moment, your whole day. It's like those little things, like... I feel really crappy, but you know what? I'm going to get out of bed today. It's that little thing instead of staying in bed all day. There's sometimes it's just this little thing and it could just change everything. So be so brave and just close your eyes and ask yourself, self, what is that little thing that I need to do to get me on my path? Or And really that's whatever. what it is. It's finding the, the emotions mm-hmm. that go with the thoughts that create a new reality for yourself. Yes. So I always tell people, you know, as we went through this process last week to, we continue on that process and we write down um, a specific thought pattern you're going to have and tie those, those strong emotions to that and then teach you how to go back and find that emotion and what that feels like. Um, I mean, they've proven that athletes that do something in their mind, ha- oh, their yeah. body doesn't know the difference between whether they're really doing it or they're really out on the golf course, for instance, mm-hmm. um, or, lifting weights. They had a study um, uh, that I was reading about about a week ago where they had taken um, lifters, athletes that were lifting weights every day, and they took half the group and had them continue lifting, continue to lift weights and half the group. And they did it for a period, for a same period in their mind every day, just went through their routines, felt the emotion that was going through them at the same time. And they had a 13% muscle mass increase through thought. That's right? awesome. Now, not as big as the guys that were in the gym doing it, but a 13% muscle mass increase because of thought alone, because a thought carries a feeling, right? And which creates an action. The body has no choice but to act. It's a universal law. Mm-hmm. It's how energy transmutes through us, right? Um, I always like to teach That's people good. that knowledge is for our mind, right? That's, that's the more knowledge we can put in there, the more we can, I can say, this is who I want to be. And this is how that's going to feel. And the more I can practice that every single day, right? Then my body is for the experience. Mm -hmm. 
and my body will experience exactly what I'm putting into it. Miserable people attract miserable people because that is the energy they're carrying. And you know what? They don't feel comfortable around someone that's happy. They don't. That sucks. <laughs> that's so true. But it's true, right? <laughs> right. Um, it's funny, though. You notice happy people can handle miserable people for a period of time as long as they don't let it get to them. Yeah. But the minute we let that thought enter our own brains, mm -hmm. then then we've now let that person think for us. Right. Never. No one likes to admit that, right? No one likes to admit, well, that I, I don't think for myself, but we don't think for ourselves a lot. We allow other people to think for of us based upon how they're yes. acting and what they're going through. And, and we take that in and absorb this it. This is right? true. Right. doesn't have to be like that. Like if you don't like something, you don't have to make a reason why. You could just say, I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable with that. Even if you think someone else expects you to do that or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad I don't live in that old world. I know exactly where you're <laughs> going with that. And mm -mm. Nope. And it's it's really just making it's it's making a conscious choice that I am going to do whatever it takes on a daily basis to be exactly who I want to be. Yeah. The biggest part of that is you have to do you have to define yourself first what that is that you really want. And that's scary for people. Well, I, I think it is because since the day we were born, we've been told what to do and how to feel and how to yeah. act. Right. Right. This is how you think and this is how you feel. Right. Right. We have. We have. And, and rather than being taught that to be free thinkers and yep. to be free fillers, right, to free our soul. Mm -hmm. That's why so many people, you know, most people, you know, I'm, I have a spiritual practice. So mm -hmm. my practice is about teaching people to connect to their higher self. To That is what most of us are missing today yep. because we've never been taught that that is who we truly are. We've been taught that this body is who we truly are and here's what you do. This is how you think and this is how you feel to a point where now anxiety and depression are chronic mm -hmm. um, throughout the world and getting yeah. worse and worse and worse all the time. And we keep throwing drugs at it, you know, masking symptoms, right? Um, never addressing the issue. Exactly. And the issue is you're not living a fulfilled life. It's you true. are not living the life you have a divine purpose here on this planet to live. It's so true. And your soul is suffocating. It's sad. Yep. It's it's depressed, yep. right? It's dying or it's dead. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, so what we want to do then, part of this new practice is create these experiences mm -hmm. over and over and over. Your body doesn't know that they're not real. So through meditation, um, daily meditation, through daily practice uh, of certain methods, breathing methods, etc., mm -hmm. you want to then bring these new thoughts and these new feelings into play. Ones that are tied to your emotions from your soul, if you will, right? Not your, de not your base desires, um, but your, your higher desires that you've defined by connecting to your higher self. And you bring this into practice on a daily basis and you follow these methods until what? Until that's your normal. Yeah. Until now, what? Now, now your cerebellum is got a new normal, right? Yes. Um, and a much more peaceful and joyful and happy normal. Yes. And uh, more natural. Yeah. 
I'm or open. More you. <laughs> well, it's it's the true you, right? The true you. Yeah. That's a good one. I always tell true people you. the spirit side of you is just uh, uh, the side of you that was always, has always been there, mm. and and tell it was and and still is, but your physical side has now been conditioned to think and feel a different way, mm-hmm. and and the spirit is it is not at the forefront, which is where it should be. Because this is, I don't have a body. I live in a body. This, this is just for experience. You right. know, I'm not this body. Every time you say experience, I just want to like go do something. The way you say experience, like I <laughs> feel that experience. <laughs> well, we should we, <laughs> we should find things that excite us every day and and frighten us a little bit. Yes. Um, because going to you never learn, and we've said this before. You never learn in the known. The known is what you've already done. The known is is your old habits, right? The known is I'm going to think the same way I did the day before, and I'm going to feel the same way I did before. That I know, right? Yeah. And what's funny is everyone makes decisions based on that. Well, this mm-hmm. didn't, the, you know, I know how this is going to go already. Well, then don't make that decision. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like when you do something, you're like, oh, I'm going to go eat that, but I know I'm going to feel horrible after, but I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to do it for 50 years. Why? Why? Because, I don't know. Yeah, because we think and we feel. Everybody, you, you think the same thoughts you, you did the day before. 90% of the same thoughts are in your head from the day before and the next day and the next day and the next day. Until you change your thinking pattern, mm-hmm. you will not change your feeling pattern. And until you change your feeling pattern, you will not change your experiences that you're having. True. In your body. You'll keep making excuses why you can't do this and limiting yourself. Well, you look outwardly instead of inwardly. It's easier to blame someone else than it is ourselves. Oh, yeah. And that's the first beautiful thing when you just say, yep, I did that. Just own up to whatever it is. It becomes really easy, actually. You might be laughing at me, but it does. It becomes easy. Like when you are able to say, oh, I did do that or I am responsible for that. I mean, it is what it is. Instead of making excuses or covering something up, just be like, you're right, I did do that. Well, and, and, and really, if you start to look at it differently, if you start to look yeah. at it as, as everybody goes, oh, I really screwed up and they feel terrible or I've sinned, right? Oh, God. And um, I've done this terrible thing. No, what, what you've done is given yourself the opportunity to experience, experience. And, and learn from that experience, to yeah. gain knowledge. See, I always say go from knowledge to experience, to wisdom, right? I like Wisdom that. is where we want to go, or from mind to body to soul, <laughs> right? Yeah. They, in my mind, they go hand in hand, the same thing, right? I want to create knowledge in, through mind, in my mind, and experience it through my body, and then gain wisdom through my soul. And then my soul can direct me at this point, right? As opposed mm. to the other way around. We've been doing this formula backwards. See, if you can do the formula the right way, if you'll do it the right way, you'll become uncommon. Very good. Right? Yes. I don't want to be common. <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll become uncommon, which is a rare, rare thing on this planet, to it's, be uncommon. It's beautiful. Yeah. Set yourself apart from everyone doing the same thing. Right. Just, yeah, step into yourself. So. I like it. Where, I, um, while we have kind of just a little break before I go into my next thought. Okay. Let's, let's just talk to people a little bit about some things that are going on with us. 
Um, Some neat, fun things are going on with me. Um, Yes, tell us. (laughs) um, The Life by Design Healthy Living Center. Um, It's actually the energy um, and life by design, or the energy healing and life by design uh, center is going to be opening next week, March 1st. First or second, we're still moving things in and getting organized. Um, so Nicole and I will be working together out of there and uh, be teaching all these things we're talking about on the show to uh, people that come in and, and uh, obviously working with Nicole and working with myself. And, and what we're trying to do is, is, is through the great healing work that she does, um, then have them learn how to continue this practice on their own and to put these practices into into their daily lives and to become what uncommon people. That's um, exciting. So we're excited to announce that and we're going to have an open house. We'll be announcing that on the radio, I'm sure as well. Um, so um, if you, if you have questions about that, you want to attend the open house, uh, you want to participate anyway, please get a hold of uh, either Nicole or myself. You can get a hold of me at uh, Will Miller at uh, lifebydesign.org. Uh, or lifebydesigninstitute.org, excuse me, Will Miller at lifebydesigninstitute.org. And uh, you can get a hold of me there. And April uh, is obviously going to be traveling back to Costa Rica next week and won't be with us. But uh, tell them how to get a hold of you. Friday. This Friday? I'm leave- I didn't even book my flight yet. So unlike me. Oh, wow. Like the old me would have done that months ago. But I'm like, it'll all work out. <laughs> um, you well. could get a hold of me on, I have handshealinghearts.com or if you want to text me. Or call me, 702-686-7056. I just hope that you guys feel comfortable being yourself and just not to judge yourself and not feel bad for anything you've done or anything you're going to do and just allow yourself to be in that space. You know? Uh, but I'm really excited that you're opening a center. It'll be awesome. Yeah, we're yeah, we're excited too. And, yeah. And, uh, um, and Nicole will make posts on the Facebook page you guys could check out for the opening there too. Um, yeah, we'll have it. Both of us will have it yeah. on our Facebook pages um, when she gets back. Uh, do you uh, think you're going to do the opening, like the open house, the first week of March, the second week, or you're just not sure? Um, knowing Nicole, she'll she'll tell you. Yeah. She, <laughs> I didn't know how else to say that, but that's probably the best way to say it. Yeah. Nicole will tell me. Yeah, Good she'll say job, this Nicole. is the day we're going to have it, and here's why, yeah. and here's yeah, what, it'll all come how together. Spirit's guiding me, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And, and I'll just say, okay. So that's Yay. <laughs> I'm excited. I hope I'm back by then. Um, I, yeah, I, I've learned not to, to doubt, uh, Nicole's divine messages, yep. um, over the years. So, um, she's usually spot on. And every time I've gone against it, I, I later kick myself, <laughs> <laughs> so. but you get to experience new things. So I do, I get it's to experience, okay. uh, that, that teaching, right. Don't you love it from it? And I do. I, I oh, yeah. would not trade anything in my life, good or bad, that I've experienced so far. I haven't so. either. But I'm to the point where I'm like, yeah, I spent 20 hours looking for something, trying to get a better deal or something. I never could get those 20 hours back. So the good thing is, is I'm learning certain experiences. Why am I still having them? Old behavior. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, that, it's exactly what we were talking about. You're stuck in this old programming. It's stupid. And we all slip. Like, once you become you and you're comfortable in that space or whatever, you still could have things come up from old programming. However, when you recognize it, that's the best thing because you're like, ah, look at that. Look what I just did. And then you could choose not to have that experience again. And that's all. Yeah, exactly. That's all part of gaining that knowledge to gain a new experience, to gain a new, you know, 
um, to create really a new life code for yourself, right? That, yeah. That's what we're here to do is create this new life code for ourselves. One of our own making, not one of someone else's making, mm-hmm. not one from our upbringing, not one from all the experiences, terrible, good, bad that we've had. Um, it's to create a new life code. And yep. the secret really is. Here we go. Putting it into daily practice. Putting it into action. Actually doing it, right? That's right. I um, see fireworks and colors all <laughs> over. Yes. Uh, it, it's exciting. I hope people are excited. I, I hope so too. And and uh, If not, you'll get there. <laughs> what excites me is just really helping people. You know, I, yeah. I, I always tell people, I just hope to create an atmosphere where everybody can learn their divine nature mm-hmm. and, and understand it for themselves. Right. And once you have that, then there's no going back. Right. Your, your soul already knows how to cure your mind and body. It already does. That's the key. It already knows. Yeah. Right. It does. So it's just a matter of tapping into that tapping and, in. and then putting it in practice every day. Yeah. Because once you fall out of practice, if, once you stop exercising, if you will, That's you good. start to lose muscle mental. tone and your mental tone and your yeah. emotional tone and, and everything else, right? So yeah. secrets, daily practice. Thank you for all your knowledge. I appreciate <laughs> the conversation. Well, you have fun in Haiti. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And Oh, that's right. Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. Costa Rica. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole Ashton, creator of Energy Healing by Design, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow in their true authentic space. For audio and or video of this, go to Facebook or YouTube, Podbean or Spotify, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. We invite you back next Wednesday at 4 o'clock for Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.